0: And thanks for tuning in to Growth Amplifiers live or the replay, whichever whichever made it for you. Um, my name is Kenny Harper and joining me today is Manny Torres.
1: Hi everybody, hope you're having a great day.
0: And today we're gonna to be talking about LinkedIn and why that's so powerful for a marketing channel if you're in B2B, especially business to business, if you work with other business owners, how you could use LinkedIn to grow your business, why it's so important. Now. We're not going to be doing a lot of how-to conversations today. Uh, we do have a webinar coming up this weekend, which, if you go to our LinkedIn page, you can see the events we're hosting and you can RSVP to the upcoming webinar where we'll show how to generate more leads, close more sales with LinkedIn. Uh, we've we've had a lot of traction in that area for ourselves and with other business owners around the country. And if you're looking to get more ideal customers and save time doing that, um, that would be what you'd want to check out is that Friday webinar. Um, so uh, today we're going to be talking about, you know, some pitfalls to avoid, why it's so important, and just how you could benefit from leveraging this platform. And we'll just start off the conversation with, you know, why LinkedIn. And Manny I'll just kind of be chatting this with you. By the way, if you're t- if you're tuning in and you have questions or comments you'd like to share, please put that in the chat. Uh, we will look to answer them if not immediately when we're live or uh, when we're on the replay. But uh, Manny, let's, let's start with that. Why LinkedIn? Why are we talking about LinkedIn?
1: Well, I think LinkedIn is a often overlooked social media platform. And even though it's been getting a little more traction lately, there's still a lot of business owners and professionals that don't see it as an avenue to get those leads. Everyone talks about Facebook. Uh, But I think it's a great way to connect, especially if you're B2B and it's a way that um, you're not interrupting someone, you know, people on LinkedIn expect business conversations. So instead of having something where you're going to look at someone's kids photos and someone's trying to sell you uh, in LinkedIn, it's a little more aligned with what people are on the platform for.
0: And I think that's what when you mentioned something right there, something that's really important is understanding it's it's really about uh, social social media, uh, a way to really connect and move relationships forward, uh, whether that's you know somebody who has a challenge and you have a solution or a product that can help them with that challenge, or maybe it's something that they want and you have a solution or product that, that can help them there, or it's maybe a strategic relationship to where you could pass referrals, make introductions, or just add value to your contact sphere, but it's about being social, not being, uh, look what, look what I can do. (laughs) Um, so let's, let's dive in there because, you know, we're, we're connecting with business advisors from different backgrounds, including CPAs, bookkeepers, business brokers, business attorneys, and some of them have spent some time and energy on LinkedIn. And I I get the feedback pretty regularly. You know, I, I had I don't have time for LinkedIn because, you know, it it really doesn't generate business for me. Now, somebody who says that, and if you're thinking that in your mind, yeah, that's kind of me. Where's the blind side they may be
1: having? Well, first off, you know, without seeing exactly what they've been doing, a lot of times people are taking actions on LinkedIn, but they don't have a strategy or plan behind it. So they're essentially throwing some stuff out, seeing what works and they're not consistent about it. And they don't have a path that they're taking someone down. So it's hard to see any results because they're not actually moving people down that line of the customer value journey. Exactly. So think about it. I know when I
0: started my business career, uh, you know, I like to meet people, I like to network and I was just out there hitting every networking event I possibly could. Um, and it's great to meet people. When you get out there, it does get business. But if you're just out there meeting a bunch of people, just going to events, you can spend a lot of time and pass out a lot of business cards or maybe get a lot of business cards, but it doesn't necessarily move that relationship forward. Um, and it's the same thing online. If you're just going and kind of like putting out posts and then hoping that turns into business, uh, that doesn't necessarily work, right? So what is a better way to approach thinking of this channel and then showing up in it.
1: Well, I think we always talk about the golden triangle. So knowing who it is that you're targeting, really dialing into that niche that you want to speak to so that you're not just talking to anybody. Uh, That way you can customize the message that you are going to make to that audience. And the next thing is what is the conversation you're going to have? What's one step that you can move them forward, not trying to get them to buy from you right off the bat, But what's the first thing that you can start to build some trust and credibility? So what's a message or an idea that you can put out there that they may respond to? And then finally, you just want to take that and continue to to nurture it until you can get them to a point where they're closer to uh, the point that you want to take them to. Exactly. So it's it's all about relationships, right?
0: Business is about relationships between people. And if you can keep that in mind, although that It's really obvious, but when people get marketing or social media or or advertising, sometimes they forget that and they're, they're thinking about, you know, the bottom line, just the sales coming in and they forget, you know, this is an opportunity to connect with other people that have maybe challenges or maybe they have goals that they want to achieve, things they desire, and that you may have a product or service that can help people um darren lane thank you says exactly and you have a product or service that may help people um achieve the things that they're looking for it's it's that simple but if you're going out and just knocking on people's door saying hey do you want to buy what i have it might work that one out of a hundred but you're probably going to push more people away and come across being spammy and You know, then people will see you coming from a mile away and they'll be like, "Ah, I don't got time for that. (laughs) But if you really get to know people, understand where they're coming from, and then can help them connect the dots and they get to know who you are, what you're about, the purpose you serve, you can turn those uh, contacts into opportunities. And then it's about helping them achieve what they want to achieve, which is a much more organic way of doing business. And I would have, I'd even venture to say that a lot of people—that's how they do a majority of their business. Now, if they're doing that already, what would be the benefit, many of, of leveraging LinkedIn? What if they're already getting business through referrals? If they're already getting business um, through other means, why, why spend more time
1: on LinkedIn or leverage it as a strategy? Well, a lot of people talk about you know they're getting a majority of their business from word of mouth or referrals, which is great, uh, because those convert a lot better than, you know, leads from another source. But the challenge with that is, it's not something that you can scale very easily. Uh, so if if you're just looking to um, have referrals come in, you can't control that as well. But with a LinkedIn strategy, you know, you can identify how many outreaches you're going to make and start to see how many come back so that you can start to plan and grow your business in a way that's predictable and scalable.
0: All right. So, and that's, you know, some of the things we're going to go into more detail in the upcoming webinar. If you're looking for the how to, some of the tools and the tactics to get these strategies in place, um, then that's what we're going to be doing in the webinar. What we want to do again in this is it's really just, kind of scratch the surface and, and identify why that is important why you'd want to do that in the first place so let me tell you a story of a, a gentleman I won't mention his name but he's a very sharp savvy CPA and he's pressed for time he's doing a lot of different things wearing different hats especially in this time of year right and he's saying you know what I've I've been doing this for a while got motivated I've heard' doing all this content marketing. And it's just not; it just doesn't generate results. So I'm kind of over it. I said, "Well, let's like you're saying, Manny, you kind of know got to know what someone's doing." So I said, "Let's look to see what you've been doing." It's like well, I've been writing all these blogs on my website, and then I post them on LinkedIn. And what and what are you getting from that? He says, "Well, maybe you get some likes." And, and some people commenting, but no one's, I don't get business from it. I said, do you, do you ever prompt anyone to take some sort of next step? Like what? Like hiring me? I always put like, if, if they need a CPA to contact me and and they could hire me like, no, like giving some, like a mini offer or letting people, someone take, watch a different video, like a webinar or take an assessment. He said, no, I, I really don't have anything like that, but um, that's a good idea. Is <laughs> it it? It is. I said, do you ever follow up with anybody who does comment and, and, and prompt them to do anything, build the relationship, take the relationship any further? No, 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 no I don't. But, well, do you think if you started to do at least those two things that might uh, build some relationships that could move further? I think so. (laughs) And so here he was taking a lot of time creating content and putting it out there, but he wasn't taking an action to move the relationship forward. So people were saying, Hey, that's really cool. I really thought that was great article on how you could save money on your taxes. But then what? But then what? So just think about that for yourself. Sometimes um, we could be doing a good portion of what we need to be doing, but if we're missing a step or two, it, it could lead to some different results. Uh, so many, what is something that you've seen on LinkedIn that's kind of been a paradigm
1: shift for you? I think, um, you know, we've all seen the the kind of spammy connection requests, uh, but, Every once in a while, you'll get someone that's really honest and they're transparent that they're not trying to uh, speed up the process. They're not trying to sell you, but they're just being very open and transparent. So uh, I really like when someone does that, where they say, hey, I know you're busy and you probably get a ton of these. But, you know, I think I have some information that may be of value to you. I'd love to connect and just explore it for, you know, over a 15 minute call or uh, maybe a couple exchanges through messages. So just by being open and transparent, acknowledging that kind of pink elephant in the room, uh, that helps overcome a lot of those trust issues that you have with some, uh, someone that reaches out to you that you weren't expecting. Right. Because there is you're looking to do something by making
0: contact contact. And um, by telling people, hey, this is how I'm looking to move the relationship forward and being transparent about it. There may be an opportunity there. And if, if yes, maybe it's a good time to have that conversation. If not, that's okay too. But you've been transparent on what the expectations are. What, what's typically not very helpful is coming across with the super sp- spammy, hey, I've got this product. Do you want to buy it? Act now. Right? And occasionally you'll get those super spammy ones where they haven't taken the time to even identify or, or put it out there if you're even a good prospect. They're just pushing their offer on you in, in such a way. And it doesn't come across that well, um, in my opinion. The other thing I see sometimes is maybe where someone craft their message and maybe like a Word doc on, on their desktop, and then they cram it into a uh, into a LinkedIn message. And what maybe seem like... Th- a little bit of content in on a desktop seems like a tower of content in a message, and you're like, "What are you doing? Why are you sending this, me this big book of of copyright here?" And that that's something to avoid as well.
1: You know, I was um, I'm listening to a book, and I forgive me, I've missed. I don't remember the name of it, but it's essentially something along the lines of they ask you answer. And it was uh, recommended by our friend Ryan that we just had a conversation with. And in that book, they're talking about how uh, so many consumers have questions, but that the companies that they're trying to get the answers from aren't giving them. And the same thing happens in relationships on LinkedIn and social media is we're trying to jump past things and hold things back versus just having an open conversation conversation speaking about the things that people are curious about. And it's a great way to, to engage a conversation because you know what kind of questions they want answered. So if you can answer those questions, it can build a lot of trust and goodwill right off the bat.
0: I think that's very helpful. All right, so those are just some some ideas. And if you're tuning in, you're watching the replay here, just some of the ideas of if you are looking to get more business clients, and you want more A or ideal clients, uh, th- leveraging LinkedIn may be a solution for you. Uh, it could be very efficient and effective, getting your message to your market, building relationships, but you do need a strategy and you probably should leverage some tools and tactics to get more results efficiently and effectively. So that's kind of the bottom line. I do have a couple questions that have come in. And uh, one is, how can you get results if you don't have the time to spend hours on LinkedIn? And that's a good question because I don't think I have hours to spend on LinkedIn on a regular basis either. And I don't think most people do. So what would you tell someone that
1: asked that question? What would you tell this person? So there's a couple of things. One is, um, you know, just being diligent about how much time you're spending Uh, i think if you just go on linkedin and you don't have a plan and you're just jumping on there you're going to get distracted and spend more time than you anticipate so having a plan of what you want to do and how much time you're going to spend that can limit your involvement there Uh, the other thing i would recommend is instead of thinking of linkedin as a one-to-one strategy is who's someone on linkedin that you could connect with that can expose you to a large audience of your ideal customers so, essentially, moving to a one to many approach. Uh, so, those would be two ideas that I have right off the bat.
0: And I'll, I'll weigh in on that as well. So, you know, how do, we, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Again, it's that consistency will really get momentum and progress. So, even if you can't spend hours, if you spent five minutes a day, that adds up through time. People know, will see you, they'll know who you are, what you're about. And if you're strategic in your approach, that will add up and you can find uh, momentum. You can generate results doing that. If Once you're at a certain point, you may want to consider getting some assistance with that, whether that's um, actual having someone help you out with with your posting and your strategy or leveraging a tool to help automate some of those things as well. Uh, it, it's not just automation for the sake of automating, but it's, you know, taking care of some of the minutiae so that you could be more efficient and effective and put your time on the most important things that generate a result. Uh, one more question and then we'll kind of wrap, but, um, I know there is automation software out there and it puts me off. Is it something you really recommend and how does it work on LinkedIn? This is very timely. I just did a webinar for automation for the, I forget what's the, it was with SBDC, but um, Marco Rubio is promoting it and something like that and something cool. Um, but the, the, the thing here is with automation, number one is you don't want to automate something that isn't working. You, you want to do something that's building a relationship for it. Uh, and you don't want to automate the whole process to where you're never getting involved in building the relationship. It's just you may do some things to automate some some initial tasks so that you can be more efficient and effective. Right? So that is the process. And that's why it's probably really important to connect with a marketing advisor to help you really think through your plan to make sure that you're not just getting a software and pressing a button and expecting magic to happen. A lot of software companies <laughs> will market their service to say that if you get our software, our, our our funnel, our automation service, that it's just gonna work magic. And I've never found that to be the case. I always find out that the, the tool can work, but you really gotta have a strategy and it's gotta be refined for you and your business and for your customer to get the best result. And that really takes someone with experience that can help you tune things in to the right frequency so that you're attracting the right audience. So that's my thought on automation is it can work and chances are that your experiences with it that you didn't like is because you're experiencing it when someone hasn't done a great job with it. Uh, So just wanted to share that and put that out there And, Manny, you have any thoughts you'd like to weigh in on this?
1: I just want to double down on what you said, which is if you have a bad message and you automate it, you're just getting a bad message out faster and to more people. And, uh, you know, that's never going to help you out at all. Uh, The other thing is, you know, depending on your business, you may not need to put it out to a ton of people. Uh, You know, if you have a high ticket offer or a high lifetime value of a customer, you may not need a lot of people to connect with to be um, successful there. Uh, But, you know, for some businesses, you do need more numbers, so it, it would make sense to have a way for you to have that process to take some of those repetitive tasks and make it more efficient, or even just helping you
0: remember to do it, or where what you need to do it at certain timeframes, keeping the conversation alive. Um, you know, one of the companies that we're working with, no names mentioned, they work high end, <clears throat> you know, six and seven figure deals with with companies, and so they need to build relationships, but they're getting caught up in their normal day-to-day whirlwind of things. And sometimes it could be hard for them to remember to follow up, follow up with certain people at certain times. So having like the CRM or some tool to help them just say, Hey, look, it's time to follow up with these people um, can be really effective. It's about building relationships. And these are smart, talented people, but they're busy so if they're if they don't have some tools to kind of help them make sure that they're playing every ace then they could be dropping the ball and missing opportunities and potentially losing business from contacts they already have and worked hard to develop so that's what we've been working on is, is setting all right what is the the plan that we can keep that consistency and what are some tools that we can help make sure that they are supporting your goals so that when you're being consistent With consistent persistence, um, you, you really can become unstoppable to achieving new levels of success and great goals. So Manny, what are some, uh, any closing thoughts you have on this subject matter?
1: I would just, uh, really encourage people that if they haven't used LinkedIn and they're a B2B, um, provider that they take a look at it and just, uh, try it out and see if it's, you know, something that can really push their business forward Uh, because a lot of times, as I mentioned, people, you know, overlooked LinkedIn in the past and it's changed a lot. They've done a lot of new things and there's a lot of opportunity there uh, for B2B businesses that are looking to make those connections and build those relationships. Excellent. So
0: I love it. I'm going to um, promote the upcoming webinar that we're going to be doing this here around the corner so it's just kind of promoting it via chat um again you can go to our linkedin page to see the upcoming events i'm sure we'll have a replay at some point in time but uh this is going to be more less of, kind of a kind of conversation of like what some of the benefits of linkedin and kind of like in in with some actual strategies some scripts that we use some tool recommendations and things of that nature so if you're looking to say hey this was helpful i'll kind of like see how I can use LinkedIn now, Um, or maybe got a new perspective on it, tune in, and then see how you can put these ideas into action so you can start getting those results. Um, It's really transformative and amazing what I've been able to achieve myself and also help others to achieve by leveraging a platform that helps really connect relationships and move them forward in an authentic and positive way. and if you have any other questions or input that you would like to ask growth amplifiers either myself certified digital marketing uh, advisor or manny torres uh, brand advisor as well Uh, please put them in comments or ping us so we can answer them on a future show Uh, we look forward to having a guest our scheduled guest for today was um had to reschedule (laughs) And so next week we have Roger Hall, and excited to have Roger Hall join us. You know, as when you're scheduling different live events, um, sometimes you have to, um, I guess, reschedule people to get them to come and, and work out what works for them. Our our guest today was going to be Jeff Woods, for from The One Thing, uh, which I'm excited that he is rescheduled at a later date. So it, it will be nice to have him join us. If you're a business advisor that has perspective and things to contribute to other businesses, uh, we invite you to comment below. And whether we have you on Growth Amplifiers Live or our Amplifier Action segment, it'd be great to have you join us and contribute to the conversation. All right, so um, any closing thoughts, Manny?
1: Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to seeing Jeff again, too. Um, the One Thing's been a huge uh, impact in my life, so uh, make sure that you check out our schedule. We've got some great speakers and interviews coming up, and would love to have you interact on these lives. All right, thank you very much, and until next
0: time, keep on rocking. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.